Okay, yesterday we spoke about two different kinds of souls, souls which are compared uh, to children and souls which are compared to servants, to slaves. And so far what we learned was that there's two different names for these souls, Yaakov and Yisrael. Yaakov is the name of the souls which are um, working in a place of concealment of godliness. Um, and Yisrael is the name of the souls which are uh, don't experience concealment. In other places, and says earlier on in my Samachavav, also um, these two kinds of souls are connected to their names. Yaakov means to to cheat, uh, and Yisrael means to dominate. So Yaakov, why does Yaakov mean to cheat? Because an neshama is sent into a place of to engage with the physical, and the neshama is meant to act like a spy. What does a spy do? A spy goes to a place, and he dresses like everybody else. He talks the language of everybody else. But the spy has something completely different in mind. He wants to get out of. Secret. He talks to you, and he befriends you, but he has something else in mind. He has a, he has a secret. So in a similar way, the neshama engages with the physical world. The Neshama has a secret. What's in it? What does Neshama want? The Neshama wants to, to to take out of the world its secret, its, god, its godly spark. So it eats and drinks, does business, but instead of doing this like everyone else, the Neshama, a Jew, has something else in mind. He wants to to, to do bitter. He wants to take out the goodness of the thing that Hashem created and use it for the purpose that Hashem made out of it, unlike the rest of the world. So, uh, while Yisrael, those Neshamas which says Yaakov fought with the angel and after he fought with the angel he's given the name Yisrael because he dominates Shem Elohim he doesn't experience the concealment that is caused by the name of Hashem Elohim Elohim is, is numerically equivalent to the word Hateva Elohim means nature uh, it, it's, it's where Hashem it's where Hashem hides his light but Yisrael means someone who has dominated Shem Elohim doesn't experience the concealment of Shem Elohim doesn't experience the world as being something which is natural Rather, experiences the truth that everything that happens in the world is a miracle from Hashem. He experiences Yudke Vavke, experiences a pure revelation. Those are higher Neshamas. As we learned yesterday, their role in the world is to reveal Hashem's truth. Their role is to serve, serve as, a, uh, as a conduit for Hashem's light and to reveal Hashem's light. The Rebbe doesn't mention this here, but Elsmerch says that every Jew is called Yaakov during the week and called Yisrael on Shabbos. Uh, because on Shabbos also we are given a little bit of this uh, Yisrael experience. We're not, we're not engaged as much with the physical world, and we're, on the contrary, we're endowed on Shabbos with an extra neshama, neshama Yisrael, tonight in Kiddush, we're going to say the words Kiratzabanu, which means God desires us. But God desires us also means that our desire for Hashem is in us. During the week, Three prayers. Three prayers correspond to three parts of the soul. Because during the, three, during the week, they only, they only have access to the three lower parts of the soul. The intellect, the emotions, the powers of action, getting things done. And on Shabbos, we have a fourth prayer, because on Shabbos, we have access to the fourth and a high level, the neshama, level chaya. That's the meaning of the extra neshama the Gemara talks about we have on Shabbos. It doesn't mean we have someone else's neshama. We have a deeper, deeper, part, deeper part of our own neshama, our desire for Hashem, our super rational 
love for Hashem, his bond was in us in a more tangible way. That's Yisrael. That's in us. So the previous Rebbe once said, I don't, I don't misquote, but something like this, that after having this kind of a week, you have this kind of a Shabbos. After having this kind of a Shabbos, you have this kind of a week. In other words, we're supposed to have, a, a, we're supposed to really be Yaakov during the week and, and search for the divine sparks. And then on Shabbos, we have, we're supposed to be really Yisrael, have a higher, a higher elevated connection to Hashem on Shabbos. But if the whole week we're not doing Yaakov, the whole week we're, we're, not, we're, not, we're not showing up, so then Shabbos we don't experience as much our Yisrael. But if we have a real good Yaakov, Shabbos we have a good Yisrael, then the next week is a different kind of Yaakov, next week we go to a higher level. And, and, and that's, that's how uh, the whole life of a person continues, from one Yaakov, another Yisrael, another Yisrael, another Yaakov, going higher and higher. Um, and Dr. Bresman was thinking, yeah, and then there's a guy who he spoke, spoke about who bumped his head. <laughs> and uh, and uh, that's part of the journey. It's going to early this week. Right. Anyway, so uh, now that was going to continue along about the analogy of, of a son and a father and a servant and a master and explain exactly what the relationship, how these two relationships really work and how this finds a parallel in these two models of uh, a relationship in Yaakov and Yisrael, these two kinds of souls, lower souls, Yaakov and the higher souls, Yisrael. The second paragraph. According to what we learned till now, the level of those souls which are titled, which are called Yisrael, they're far higher than those called Yaakov. However, there's a amazing virtue in those souls which are called Yaakov that surpasses those souls who are titled Yisrael. It says earlier on in this series of discourses in Semach Vav that Yisrael is called the child and Yaakov is called the servant. What's the idea of a child? What does a child mean? Just like a human child of a father. A child naturally loves his father. And with the excessive and powerful love, and he's drawn after his father, and he really desires whatever his father wants, whatever the father wants, that is what the son wants. Whatever opposes the father, whatever the father does not want, that's also the opposite of what the son wants, absolutely. More, not only does the son love the father, and not only does he want to do whatever the father wants, and not only is he against whatever the father, the father, whatever the father dislikes. Furthermore, whatever the father wants, that dictates the logic of the child that this is the way things are supposed to be. If he hears his father say, "This is the way. This is what I want," then the son not only will say, "I want that," the son will say, "Oh, that makes sense." Automatically, that makes sense. Oh, Republican, yeah, that makes sense. Democrat, yeah, that makes sense. Yeah, understands it. It, it. That's how it, that's how his mind will um, be swayed. That should be swayed. It's mechayev. Mechayev means it, it, it dictates his logic to work that way. In general, the logic and the mind of the child is 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 um, symmetric. It, it 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 is in sync with the logic of the father. 
the commotion of of Kim the way whatever the father's logic dictates, that's how the son's logic will follow as well. And the child does whatever the father wants in every detail. And besides his desire being like the father's, besides his mind thinking like the father's, besides that, what he actually does, you know, have a lot of desires, what does he actually do? He also practically, he serves the father with a perfect service with all heart and soul. This is all because he is drawn from his father, he comes from his father who gave birth to him. And he is considered from the essence of the father. As it says in Gemara, that a son is like the continuation, the leg of the father, which also means that he is from the same essence of the father. And because he is of the father's essence, therefore he is drawn to him with love and a constant uh, passion. With constant, uh, constant, yeah, with a constant passion for his father, he called on because everything is drawn to its source. So the son is drawn to his source, is drawn to his father. And therefore, the desire of the child and his soul's faculties, the soul's uh, intellect, etc., are in sync with the father's. Because he comes from his father. And therefore. Therefore, when the father asks a son to do something, he asks the son uh, to serve him, uh, what will the son do? Next page. It's not considered for the child something which is bothersome, something which is cumbersome, which is a burden. On the contrary, he will serve his father and do his father's desire with absolute tranquility and joy more than he would do for his own self. He would enjoy doing things for his father with absolute tranquility and joy more than he does for himself. Not just as much. But if it's for his dad, it's even, it's even better. For yourself, you do things, okay, it's not considered a burden because you're, you're, you're benefiting. So you know, you, you know this is something which is for you. But he says for his father, not only is it not a burden, it's more enjoyable. It's more. Um, it's a more of a tranquil experience. It's more. It's more comfortable and and, and uh, more pleasurable. As it says in the Zohar, that the service of Meishe Rabbeinu is like the service of a child who who works for his father, and he loves his father and mother more than himself. And the end of the passage of the Zohar is, and he gives his life to save his father and mother. He loved, but but the far the, the the quote is meant to convey the what we just said that the son works for his father and mother more than he works for himself. He gives of himself uh, to, to fulfill the desires of his father and mother, to help his father and mother more than his own desires. is is true for those souls who are called children. Those souls which are called children, they have a similar experience to actual physical children. As the Pasuk says, you are children, another verse says, my firstborn son is called Israel. So the Jewish people are called children of Hashem, 
This is because of the origin of all souls of the Jewish people in heaven. They come from the innermost part of the essence of Hashem's light, and that is then just like by a, a, a human in the, in the conception of a child, the essence of the father is conveyed in the conception of the child, and from the essence of the father it goes from the mind into the actual birth of the child. So too, in the in the, these souls, they have it, they they are uh, in a very manifest way. They are connected to the essence, and they are connected to the divine source in the world of Atzilus, the Chacham of Atzilus, and therefore they could say about Hashem, "You are literally our father." Now, it says in Tanya, as I mentioned yesterday, that every Jew should call Hashem his father. Hashem takes care of everybody. Um, what's unique about these souls? Is not just that they that God takes care of them. What's unique about them is that um, they are at the kabbalistic level called father. What's level called father? Father is Chacham Atzilus. Chacham Atzilus is a place where there it's revealed as Al Rebbeheard from the Magid how Hashem is alone. There's nothing besides him. That's the that's the level of Chacham. So just like the origin of the uh, the uh, of, of conception comes from the father's mind, and from there the the child is uh, created. So too the um, um, in, in the physical act of intimacy, it starts with the mind of the father. So even, but it really the origin is from the essence of the father. So too uh, with these souls, these souls are um, in a manifest way directly. Um, uh, at, uh, they are totally in in the zone with the chacham vatzilus, with the level of of the mind, with the level of wisdom, which is a level that expresses how Hashem is alone, nothing besides Him. These neshamas experience how all there is is Hashem. Yeah, that's what they could say about Hashem. You are our Father. We all say we all say call Hashem our Father, but they feel the truth of chacham. With me, meaning that they feel. How Hashem is their father? They, they feel Hashem is their father. They feel that there's nothing besides Hashem. They feel the level called um, Chochmah. Uh, a child comes from the mind of the father. They feel the mind of the father. They feel all souls come from the mind of the father. They all souls come from Chochmah Matzilus. But they feel Chochmah Matzilus. They feel, they see the world through the prism of Chochmah Matzilus. Therefore, their service of Hashem, their recital of Shema, their recital of prayer, their Torah, their mitzvahs they do all day, they're not, it's not considered for them at all a burden. It's like natural to go in the way of God without turning right or left. Without any yoke, without any burden. Whatever is the will of God, that's also their will. That's what he really wants deep down in his soul, truthfully. That's how these souls experience life. Do Hashem wants this? That's what I want. And conversely, whatever is contrary to Hashem's will, he literally, his soul hates. Because his desire 
is exactly, literally, like the desire of Hashem. So to, besides doing what Hashem wants, also how does his mind work? Just like we said before, that a child's mind is in sync with a father's mind, so too is this in the analog, in those souls, which are called children, and these souls, which are called Hashem's children, they are similar to what's going on in heaven. Their mind works in a similar way to what is happening in heaven. Just like in the world of Atsilus, the highest part of the world of Atsilus is Chacham and Bina. What's Chacham Bina, as I mentioned before? The revelation of the truth of Hashem, how the Hashem is alone and nothing besides Him. The infinite light of Hashem shines in Atsilus. In so to these souls, their Chacham and Bina, their power of intellect, totally experiences the truth of Atsilus. They're just like Atsilus. We think of Chachma, we think of like uh, understanding, wisdom. Chachma, what is wisdom? Wisdom means a window to the truth. The highest kind of Chachma is not just when you understand it, but when you see it with your eyes. The highest level of Chachma is seeing the highest truth with your eyes. That's the highest truth. The highest truth is it's nothing besides Hashem. So the, the, the Chachma and Bina, these souls, is experiencing the Chachman Bina Vatsilus, they see the MS, the truth of Hashem. They know and understand literally the infinite line of Hashem. All their understanding, besides the fact that they understand Atsilus and the, the experience how Hashem is alone is nothing besides Him, they also, their mind always um, arrives at the, at the conclusion that Hashem is good. Their mind will never work any other way. It's always, oh, and, Hashem is, and that's why Hashem is so good. That means their mind never goes the other way, God forbid, at all, at all. It emphasizes there's no, there's no um, uh, vestige of uh, any kinds of kind of understanding contrary to Hashem's goodness. Their mind always thinks that Abishter is good. These souls understand godliness and the goodness of Hashem logically, literally logic. That's how their mind works. It's not like their neshama is saying, "Ignore, you know, ignore what you what you understand and 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 believe it." This is how their mind works. They're even able to understand dasalim. Dasalim means that what is above us, meaning the higher Hashem's truth, is a reality. And what is beneath Hashem's truth is not really a thing. Our experience is that the physical world is real. And this which is above the physical world is negligible. Maybe it's real, but for us it's as if it's not real. Because our reality is a physical world. So the truth of Hashem, which is uh, called the higher level of knowledge, the higher perspective, is the opposite. Eivishter is truth. Whatever is comes from the Abisha, what's created by the Abisha is negligible. So these so that's it's a, so there's a really uh, big um, dissonance between our perspective and the tr- the tr- perspective of truth. That's why in Davin we say every day, we admit to you. If it means we thank you, but also means we admit to you. What are we admitting to Hashem? We're admitting to the Abishta that his perspective is right. Even though our mind says this world is is what matters. 
and the Eibush's truth is, is abstract and distant and negligible compared to this physical world. The Eibusher, his truth is the opposite. I'm the truth, and the world is negligible, just a creation. So we admit the Eibusher's perspective is right. That's how most souls look at things. But these souls of Das, of, of, of Atsilus, these souls which are called God's children, their mind works in the same way that Das Ayin works. Their mind understands that the Eibusher's truth is truth, and everything else is insignificant. They, they experience the truth of Hashem. Oh, uh, we've gone, gone deep into the Daf Yemisha. So in short, what we did today is that um, we understood, we learned about two kinds of souls, souls which are called children, souls which are called servants, and we've explained the first uh, kind of soul, souls which are called children, and just like a child wants what his father wants, understands what his father understands, so to these souls which are called children, their desires do what the God desires, and their understanding is always in the truth of Hashem, in the goodness of Hashem, and they even able to, even able to intellectually appreciate the truth, how Hashem is alone, nothing besides Him, and Das Elyon, that which is above, above this world, the Eibishter, Hashem's essence is, is a reality, everything else is possible. Exactly the way children are in this world. Children serve their parents without any, uh, with full heart and soul, and uh, Dr. Bresman and I, I think those are so- children from Atsilus, maybe. But uh, that's the nature of children. Anyways, I... That's I, 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 fine. I just don't understand where the room for Yisrael is. I mean, Yaakov sounds great. What, what, no, this what? is Yisrael. This is Yisrael. Oh. This is Yisrael. Sorry. Okay. These are Yisrael souls. Okay. But uh, as we went oh, yesterday... That's clear, uh, uh, as we yesterday, all, you all have a little bit of Yisrael in us as well. Okay. We continued. Yeah, we all got, we're all God's children a little bit also, right? They have some of this in us. Yeah, at least a little bit. Let's do it.